Hello, everyone, and welcome to Happy Healthy Human Radio. I'm your host, Samantha Attar, joining you from the very beautiful Washington, D.C. I'm an Ayurvedic coach, yoga instructor, and doula, sharing with you all the things I am learning about and teaching about in my everyday life so that we can find just a little more balance, bliss, and confidence. I so appreciate you being a part of this community, and if you do enjoy this podcast, please do share it with a friend who might also enjoy and appreciate. If you want easy access to the links and resources I share in this podcast, please head over to spirocollective.com, that's S-P-I-R-O, collective.com, where you can sign up for my weekly newsletter, which will include all of these show notes. Let's get right on into it. It's been a great, fun, crazy week here. It was election week in uh, the United States in uh, November 2020. Um, And I have said it before, and I will say it again, the theme of 2020 has been uncertainty. We have now added election uncertainty on top of our pandemic uncertainty, and that's only acted to increase overwhelm and distress that comes from our really high vata energy. One of the fundamental principles of Ayurveda is that like attracts like, so the uncertainty that exists in a global and country level can be mirrored by uncertainty on an individual level. And that's all a fancy way of saying that I've been frozen with indecision many times in the last week. And my guess is, is that you might have had the same experience. I was talking to a friend and client about how to cure indecision, and she told me that I should definitely share it with you all here. So indecision can be really difficult to combat because it is a symptom, not a cause. So Ayurveda is a science of uncovering the root of an issue to make change, not just putting band-aids on the outward manifestations. So if we want to become a better decision maker, we need to actually look at what's driving that indecision, not just beating ourselves up for being indecisive in the first place. So I want to share three different reasons why you might be having a hard time making a decision, plus how to address each one so you can actually get decisive, and move on with your day. So reason number one, you might be feeling really indecisive. First one is that you're scared to cut off opportunities. And this is classic vata indecision. You know, perhaps you're someone who has a lot of ideas, projects, and interests. You want to be involved in the book club and the cooking club. You want to take a Mandarin class and learn to sew, and on and on and on. You know, the world is an exciting and rich place, and you want to experience it all. But perhaps there's also this belief that you must do all the things in order to be worthy and lovable, to be important or qualified. So the idea of closing any doors and saying no creates a fear that you won't be considered good or right if you don't do these things. And this issue often manifests when there's a lack of clarity about your highest priorities and values. And that's actually why the first session of all my Ayurvedic consultations focus on who you are and who you want to be. Because with the self-knowledge or without the self-knowledge, it's really easy to get sidetracked and set goals that don't feel aligned, don't feel important, and really don't get you anywhere. So if you're feeling like you're lacking clarity on what's important, I highly recommend reading a book like The Desire Map by Danielle Laporte. Uh, You could follow the Carpe Diem journal exercises that one of my coaches, Brian Johnson, shares. Or, of course, hint, 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 consider an Ayurvedic consultation with me. We can talk about it. But once you do have that clarity, but if you're still having a hard time making a decision, write down each option that's in front of you. And for each option, ask yourself, what is the number one benefit of doing this? How would I feel about myself if I did this? What's the number one negative of not doing this? And how would I feel about myself if I didn't do this? 
by seeing the biggest positives and the biggest negatives and tying these actions to your own self-perception, you're likely to find that there's going to be a difference between the need-to-dos and the nice-to-dos. There's a lot of nice-to-dos in this world, and sometimes we're constrained, resources, time, money, whatever, and we need to focus in on the need-to-dos, not the nice-to-dos. Reason number two, you might be indecisive um, if you're ambivalent about the options that are in front of you. So sometimes we're prevent, presented with a decision to make that we weren't really expecting or we don't really care about. This is great. This is great. If we don't feel strongly about option A versus option B, it means we can be happy no matter which one we choose. And this is a gift. This is great, <laughs> right? Two equally fine options. Yes, right? And I'll be honest. I'll be so honest. For me, it does not always feel this way. When I'm presented with options that I don't feel strongly about, I can really start to question myself. Maybe I should care. Am I really certain about what I want? You know, maybe, maybe there's something wrong with me that I don't care either way. So instead of this questioning causing fear or panic, pause, take a breath. Remember this gift that's been placed in front of you of two equally wonderful options, and then go with your gut. Just choose one. And here's going to be the hard part. State your choice kindly and simply. Don't add a, but I don't really care, so if you want to do something else, or, or add any other kind of way to try to make the other person choose instead. Trust in yourself and your initial reaction that you're happy with either option, and then state that desire clearly and openly. Reason number three, you might be indecisive. You're afraid to be in conflict with other people. Perhaps you just want to avoid the simple conflict of having a different preference than other people. You know, like, I like this band, you like that band, and it just, it's not uh, direct conflict. You're not fighting about something, but it's just showing a different preference. Or you're actually worried about that direct disagreement. Like, I can't believe you want to go to that restaurant for anniversary. I want to go to the other restaurant. So this situation tends to come up a lot for my Kalpha type folks who love making sure that everyone is cared for and happy. They don't want to rock the boat or create separation between themselves and others. And then that can create a really hard time sharing their preferences. So if you find yourself not making a decision because you're afraid of conflict, ask yourself, what is my actual fear here? There's a potential that someone you, that, that the person that you're working with might react badly to disagreements, but it's much more likely that the fear of disagreement is bigger in your head. So get really clear about what the potential downside is of sharing this preference. And then ask yourself, do I have all the information I need to make this decision? Perhaps I need to ask the person some logistics questions or simply ask them if they have a strong preference about the outcome. Because without that information, your brain is living in assumption land, which is not a great place to be. And the difficulty of decision making is compounded by the uncertainty of how the other person actually feels in the situation. Here's a big key. You've got to trust that the other person will share their needs and preferences and that you have permission to do the same. Let me say that one more time. Trust, the other person will share their needs and preferences and you have permission to do the same. So get out of assumption, gather the data and share your decision-making process, ambiguity and all, so that you can have an open and honest conversation about how you want to proceed. We are faced with dozens, if not hundreds of decisions each day and if you're finding you're, that you're getting caught in indecision and frustration at these situations, slow down. These processes I've laid out, I know they might feel cumbersome, 
um, in the moment. So start by applying them in some situations that aren't time sensitive. And then you can go through that thought process logically and state your decision with confidence. Over time, decisions will come quicker and easier. So you'll be able to do this more in the moment um, with more important decisions. You'll really find that you'll, able to, you'll be able to connect with yourself, your priorities, and your community in a better way. I would love to hear your reflections on this. I'm curious if you get caught in a decision and which one of these reasons I've laid out is at the root of your issue. And maybe you even try it out now, coming up with somewhere that you're having an issue making a decision and applying this process to help you make a clear decision. You can reach out to me over on Instagram. I'm at Spiro Collective, S-P-I-R-O Collective, or go to SpiroCollective.com. There's a contact me page there. I'm really excited to hear from you on this one because decision-making is, is an art and it is not easy. Just another note, I would love to see you in yoga class this week. We have a fabulous schedule of classes. Tuesdays and Thursday afternoons, we have intermediate vinyasa. We have an alignment-based yoga class on Friday at noon. It's a 45-minute fabulous class. Prenatal yoga on Monday nights, as well as a yin yoga. It's 30-minute yin on Sunday nights, 8 to 8.30. Perfect way to set your nervous system before you move into the week ahead. All of my classes are pay what you can. Everyone is welcome. You can register at spiritcollective.com. And if you have any questions about the classes and which one is right for you, please feel free to reach out to me again on Instagram, spiritcollective or spiritcollective.com. I'd love to talk to you about how to bring yoga into your world because it is a life-changing art and science. One last note about that, if you can't join live but you're still interested in practicing with me, you can join my Patreon community, patreon.com slash spirocollective. It's $6 a month. You get access to all of my recorded yoga classes and meditation classes. So that's over 50 classes, different styles, different lengths. And it's a great place to be so that you can do some yoga and be involved in the community. Also, if you just want to support this podcast, you don't even want to do the yoga, but you just want to support this podcast, that is a great way to do so. By you supporting me on Patreon, it makes it much more uh, feasible for me to spend time doing these free things and sharing these free resources like my newsletter and the podcast. So I truly appreciate your support there. Thank you, everyone, for being here, for listening. Again, I always love to hear your reflections on this podcast. You can go to spiritcollective.com. And again, if you enjoy this podcast, if there's someone in your world that could use some decision-making help, please do pass this along to them. Hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you.